The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Boom! And we're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. My name is Luca. This is my podcast. And... I'm bringing you an episode on the energy of consumption. This was entirely sponsored. <laughs> entirely sponsored, I guess you can call it that. Entirely inspired by one of my clients recently as she reached out to me. Um, one of my private clients reached out to me on Telegram. We have a voice message support. And she had just left me this huge big voice message of something or like a heap of text messages that had gone down. She's one of a kind too. She's like going through when she goes through stuff, it's like she gets bombarded with the same thing over a couple of days and then boom, we move through it, we work through it and process it. She integrates it and she moves on. She's like growing at a phenomenal rate. And so this is inspired by a situation that we had um, both processed together for her and I had helped her get through and she was basically asking for my opinion and my perspective on the situation as I obviously have to do with all my clients, right? It's like it's, it's situational problem solving and that's ultimately what life is. We're working through these, navigating through any circumstance to grow and evolve through it and it's this lifetime of evolution, lifetime of growth. And so we worked through it and the situation was this. She had basically consumed a lot of, well, has been noticing she hasn't been wanting to consume animal products anymore, also not feeling good. There was like a crazy experience where she witnessed these birds die down in Brazil because they were getting too close to the restaurant and they were anyway there was this whole situation it doesn't really matter about that but basically what she was coming to terms was how to consume in this new way because she's noticing her body's like sort of pushing her away from consuming these types of meats and and foods and stuff um and she's obviously growing spiritually um and starting to more become more self-expressive of her true self instead of hiding her true self right and being ashamed of being her true self and what she desires we're embodying all of that and allowing that to be there and removing the fears but now she's like there's this ethical part like where she doesn't want to necessarily be a vegan because she doesn't sort of like that movement in in the essence of the energy of that movement but really loves the ethical side of it where she she's very caring she's very loving how does spirit come into this how does love come into this how does Christ consciousness come into this and so we work through this together and obviously for those of you who don't know I was vegan for four and a half years and so I'm going to share a little bit about my perspective on what what this was and the problem is is basically how do I consume energetically? How do I consume in this way as I grow? There's a, there's the world is filled with a very righteous energy. It's like it's the construct that we're moving out of is morality because morality keeps keeps like justice serves, right? It definitely has because our consciousness is at a level, our, con- our collective consciousness is at a level where justice is needed. But eventually as we come into being our own sovereign beings, very aware of ourselves, I don't think justice is ever going to be needed. That's my personal experience, my personal opinion. I don't think morality is going to be needed because it's so innate. 
we're, when we're acting as a sovereign being, we're acting and we're treating everything else as if we are in that person, in that being, in that thing, in that experience. And so it no longer becomes uh, right and wrong. It just, it just becomes. It just is. Now, I don't know when this how long it will take us to shift into this but all I know is as one person shifts the world shifts and the world is only reflecting back to us what we are deeply moving through internally and so my advice was to be able to give guidance around based on my perspective and how I view the world from a very objective perspective and I think that's where a lot of us sort of get mixed up is that it's very our opinions are very subjective and we're saying this is the only way this is the only way this is the right way that's the wrong way and the world is full of these projections i mean there's so much friggin noise about we should be doing this more we should be doing that more and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that it shouldn't be that way because it's serving a very 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 beautiful purpose one because i'm learning from that experience of the projections that I'm like, whoa, okay, maybe there's a better way to communicate with people. Maybe it's not about trying to bend and manipulate and persuade people instead of how about we lead the way, embody a way and let people choose and decide if that's for them or not. Because at the end of the day, no one really likes to be told what to do. And so I was vegan for four and a half years and I found it very beneficial for me. 100% and to be honest today these days I am mostly plant-based regardless not because not because I um, feel bad for or I need to be this way or someone's pressuring me this way because I choose to be that way because I just generally feel better in my body however I do eat meat now and I do I never used to consume alcohol I was 18 months sober and however now I do and it's not necessarily for me about all the restrictions that I have it's about my perspective of all the things and the feelings that I have when I'm consuming these things because there's a lot of people that eat things there's a lot of people that consume things that are organic that are healthy but yet their body is still riddled with shame with guilt with fear and so we're just turning these food this food into a biochemical compound of fear of shame of guilt because we're still fueling these emotions inside so for me it's more not necessarily what i consume to a certain degree but there's a big element to how I'm consuming it. And there's a lot of people that say this, right? Don't eat food. Like science sort of re- reinforces this. Don't eat food when you're stressed because it doesn't digest properly and the body isn't in an optimal state of relaxation and creating the right hormones and the right um, chemicals to break down the food in the stomach. So there is science to support that as well. But that's not my point. I'm not here to talk about science validating anything. I'm just talking about a perspective and how I help one of my clients shift through something that I think may be of value to you so for all of us now we're shifting through our own stages of our own personal evolution in life and you might be consuming all meat all dairy all everything you might be vegan you might be vegetarian what i would suggest and what i came to realize was this it doesn't matter what branch you fit in you're going to always change and that doesn't mean your, your beliefs have to change or your categories have to change. 
but just you as a human energetically you're going to change and a lot of the times we don't allow ourselves to do that because of the boxes we've put ourselves in and the box that might be you might be putting well that i had put myself in was the vegan box and it comes with this identity with this label i am vegan and a couple of years ago i did a a two and a, maybe two years ago maybe a year and a half ago I, I did a podcast on this I am not vegan you can go and check it out where I talked about how the label was limiting me and this all the shame and the guilt came up when I was trying to sort of where my my intuition was saying hey there's another way but my concepts of the world was no I'm vegan this is me I can't do that right and so when I first became vegan, I really aligned with it, and I had a beautiful community of people around me, and I was like, "This is awesome." And I, you know what, I was a, you know, I, I was a little bit like, I wasn't, all, I wasn't a pushy vegan or anything like that, you know. As we see, there's, there's definitely got a name, there's a name, the stigma around veganism for sure, and not that that's wrong. We're just all on our own individual journey, but I definitely was like, well, you know, you got problems. It's because you know. Your, the food that you put in your body is creating the problems because you feel like shit so therefore you attract shit but at the end of the day there's still people that are eating really well and fucking really um, can be really toxic they can be really narcissistic they can be they can be amazing with animals and love animals and protect animals and, and go on that righteous journey of saving the animals which is freaking awesome um, but it's that's the only way, and every, and then it's like okay, now I've got to get become more vegan. I've got to become. I can't. I've got to buy certain things. I can't do this. I have to. And that means like maybe I I can't be wealthy because you know money ruins everything. Is and I and I witness this as a lot of money stories come up because of like capitalism and what capitalism has done. But capitalism can change the world. It just depends whose whose hands that money is in. It's like money becomes money helps you become more of who you are already. If you're a naturally good person, geez, imagine how much change you can make, how much good you can do with more money in your hands. Money's neutral. We put the we put the positive and the negative spin on it. We put the positive and negative charge on on, on money, and therefore it comes in more or come doesn't come in more, right? So coming back and releasing yourself from these identities, who are you labeling yourself as? Because you're pure, bloody, divine spirit. Don't forget that. You just are. You're out, you live. You exist outside of a label. Your essence is labelless. The life force that runs through you that keeps your cells moving as you sleep can't be named. It just is it exists it's timeless but as humans we like to connect with other people so we give ourselves a label and this and this is who I am this is what I do I believe we don't need to exist in labels I believe we can just exist and be like this is what I like this is what I do this is who I am this is what I enjoy this is it's like outside of right and wrong because where we are living in right and wrong there is a judgment always being cast across you're not doing that right you're doing that wrong that's not the right way that's that's the wrong way and we're pushing people in two different categories separating them 
And so when I come back to the food and the consuming, it's like for me, when I was becoming vegan, I was very much like I'm doing this because of vibrationally. I was like, well, if everything's energy, I want to eat more higher vibrational foods. So therefore, if I become vegan, I'm going to raise my vibration. I'm going to grow. I'm going to attract better things, right? And that was my concept behind it. It was like, I'm raising my vibe. And yeah, there is aspects of that, but I realized I was still bonded, binded, deeply binded with trauma. From my experience growing up, I still had anger. Didn't stop me. No matter how much organic greens I ate, I was still fucking angry on the inside, right? So and then I ended up going through a healing journey and realizing, wow, I'm also healing all of this stuff. And now I'm also coaching and mentoring people to like heal this stuff, but I've still in this community was still noticing this vegan community was still projecting shame, guilt, fear, all of this stuff around people. I'm like, how could I be involved in one side of the thing of like helping people move through that shame, guilt, but yet I'm I'm a part of a community that casts it. And again, there is no right or wrong here. This was an experience that helped me grow. I think everything has a place until it doesn't. And so it's still a, it's still necessary because there is a large mass of people. It was like a there's stepping stones to everything in life. Veganism was a stepping stone for me. There was um, courses that I used to do that were groundbreaking a couple of years ago to me that I wouldn't do now because it's it doesn't serve me. It's not the right stepping stone to step on. It was the stepping stone that I needed to be involved in back then because it was groundbreaking to me. But as I evolve, I'm like, oh, that's like, that's ancient. I've embodied that. I've integrated that. I know that next level. Let's go. Right. So everything is a stepping stone in life. So that's why things do serve a purpose. Then eventually it just dies out. Right. Like you see certain things that were really, really like cigarettes that was huge because of the collective consciousness was like yes this is amazing let's create let's have this this is healthy for us and all the baseball players were smoking cigarettes in their during their games and they realized oh shit this isn't right right that was a stepping stone of our consciousness our evolution and growth of our consciousness so now i feel like with the whole veganism movement it's for me it's like i was now i was eating very much based off my vibration but then i learned holy shit vibration is so much more than that my actions contribute to my vibration outside of what I consume. That's only a small piece. How I behave around people, how I process things when I get triggered, how I interact with people, how do I, do I project onto people? These things are very important to my vibration. How do I use the sacred mirror to understand the reflections being reflected back to me so I can use that to heal? And then that's how you can process your circumstances and move forward and grow at a very rapid rate. And that's ultimately what we did with my client and with this situation. So now I've got this whole situation where I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to be vegan. I'm getting rid of that. But I didn't feel like I wanted to consume meat. I'm like, I just don't feel right for that. So the, the next stage was me getting rid of the identity, got rid of the label. Um, and so I was just being more free with how I identified with it. Yet I was basically just getting out of a out of an out of a paradigm that said out of a righteous energy. It was more I was getting out of a righteous energy. Let's call it that. Where this is the right way, this is the best way. And I was allowing myself to be open 
and to explore what else is out there for me because my body is calling me my, my life is calling me away from this so I surrendered to that and said okay it's calling me away and then eventually I started noticing I'm really 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 craving meat and I actually ended up having to spend about three thousand dollars going to the naturopathic doctor to get my body back in check it was really out of whack I was super tired and I was sleeping a lot last winter I think it was Anyway, so I've got it all back in the track now. And now I'm noticing my body is like craving meat. And I'm like talking to Danielle about this. And I'm like, damn, I don't know how I feel about that. And so I just let it, I explored that. And one of the things that I've really, I think is really, really important on this journey is self-acceptance. Is no matter what you do, be easy on yourself. Everything Every action is a teachable moment. Every action is a story in the book of your life. It's a chapter of your life story. Every experience for me is a learning experience. So no matter what I do, whether I go and eat meat or don't eat meat, I'll learn from it. But I'm, one thing's for sure I'm going to remain this way, always open. There's no paradigm I want to fit in. Even spirituality has... I've let go of a lot of the labels around that as well. Every, all these concepts that I'm attaching myself to can let go. And that's a big part of finding yourself. is like letting go of who you think you are and allowing your body and your intuition and, and life to, to guide you down your path. And it's effortless. It's like, a, it's like throwing a... A, a, a log into the river and letting the and watching it just go it knows where to go it goes with the current and that's ultimately finding your true self becoming your true self per se so now I'm feeling this thing in my body where I'm like I'm ready to eat I'm ready to eat meat and for me when I go to the shops now, I used to do this a lot. I used to always look at the price tag and I always used to like buy, like I didn't matter what the quality of the food was, I was like, I'd try and get the cheapest thing. And so naturally I evolved. This is sort of a side story to this, to set the context. I was more, I started to become more concerned as I was shifting out of this whole like veganism thing. I was like starting to be more concerned with the energetics of food of like, I don't, we used to, when we first moved to Canada, our goal was to like shop at Whole Foods. This is a cool story. Uh, our goal was to shop at Whole Foods, but it was noticeably more expensive, right? And keep in mind, we just came from Bali. And so now we're moving to Canada and we're, we're like looked at Whole Foods and we're like, oh, it's just the vibe. Like the vibe's so different. Like it's all organic produce. It's really good quality stuff. They've got lots of plant-based stuff. They've got lots of healthy foods. And, but I was like, holy shit, this is pretty expensive. And we're like, yeah, we'll just come here for a little, little bits and pieces as like a treat. And then we would go other little places. But then you walk into a room, you walk into a grocery store and I'm like, far out. Do you feel the vibe difference here? The energy's different. And I'm like, I don't want to shop here anymore. It just feels weird, right? I don't want, I want to be involved in the energetics of the environment as I consume something, as I purchase something, as I'm involved with something. And so really feeling that vibe was a big part of what, where I, what I 
um, was stepping into. And so eventually it just happened naturally. We started shopping more and more and more at Whole Foods, right? And then we used to say to each other, me and Danielle used to say, oh, I can't wait to that day when we're just like, we can just go into Whole Foods and just spend like hundreds of bucks and whatever we want. Well, fast forward, you know, this happened. It didn't take actually that long, but eventually we were just shopping in Whole Foods. And now when we go into Whole Foods or any store that we buy food from, cafe, whatever, we purely buy energetically. We never look at a price. Never look at a price. And I understand that I'm also very blessed to have that privilege, but it was a natural evolution of my journey. And so that was my experience. I'm like, cool, I'm going to buy energetically. And so that's that was the next phase. So then I started to realize, well, it's actually more about the energetics. And so as I started to come into eating meat, and I only ate meat the first time like a month ago, I was like, where's a good place? Uh, we went to a place uh, called Nuba here. It's like a Lebanese place. And there was a really... They actually serve meat as well as a lot as uh, as well as a lot of vegan stuff. And there was this really cool sign as they walk in, like we're all sustainable. We only believe in like sustainable practices. It's all organic. It's always like free, like actually like open fielded animals. Um, and they stay in one place. So it was like really aligned, and I was like, I like that because one of the reasons why I didn't eat meat to begin with was because. A lot of animals are kept in captivity, which is horrific, horrific. A lot of animals are kept in, in captivity, and I saw a lot of that as I was when I was vegan through friends and, and their activism work, and I was like, man, that's crazy. And so I was like, I don't know how people can do that. And so the reason why, like wherever I go now, and if I can't control the food, I'll always say, yes, I'm vegan. Like say I'm on an airplane, or I'm, I'm always like, yeah, plant-based vegan whatever but where i can control the food i buy i always I, okay i look okay maybe I, and if my body asks for it this is another big element if my body's like yeah i'm ready for me yeah i'll get it because i can control it and it's energetically i'm like is this aligned because one of the things that i that, that came to me a couple of years ago was like i don't want to purchase animal products that are created by capitalists to lower the overheads and increase the bottom line because a life has just become a commodity and they don't care about the energetics of that life. And so you're eating trauma. That's my perspective. And I'm like, far out. And we're just living in a a repetitive cycle. Trauma, eating trauma, giving trauma, reading trauma, giving trauma, eating trauma, giving trauma, projecting trauma, all this bullshit. So for me, I didn't want to do that. So that's where I'm, where I'm at now. I'm like, I'll choose where I eat meat. And to be honest, I've had it only very few times. But I'm also okay if it's not, if this makes sense. Like if I accidentally have it or if I've do, I'm not like, I'm not hard on myself. I think coming back to this is like, if you slip ups are important man they're the most important thing if you slip up don't it's a practice where you get to not judge yourself because when we judge ourselves, we're projecting you think about how we're talking to ourselves like you were to talk to a child they would like shrivel up in a corner and get sad the way you talk to yourself so i'm very mindful of how i talk to myself how i treat myself 
never want to talk to myself how I would talk to my child, right? So a very big part of this is self-acceptance. Slip-ups are an important part of the process. That's another podcast episode I did ages ago, right? Slip-ups are a very important part of the process because it's a learning experience. So now I buy energetically. Um, But also there was a spiritual evolution in how I saw life because I understand that an animal gives its life for 24 hours of our for, for energy for us to live another 24 hours as humans isn't that something hey eh? a life for tw- is worth 24 hours to a human an animal's life is worth 24 hours to a human so how much gratitude and respect am I paying because there are a lot of indigenous tribes all around the world that eat meat off the land they don't fish it up with nets and just scoop out thousands of fish that they don't need right they take what they need to trade to sell to other communities to make money to eat for themselves but they don't try and turn it into one of the biggest corporations in the world with incredible profit margins I think that collective consciousness really has disrespected life in many ways. And so for me, when I consume, I consume with gratitude. Call it a cliche, call it cheesy, whatever. But gratitude is a huge part of living. If we're not grateful for what we have, we'll never be grateful for what we want. That's just the truth, right? But how much reverence do you have for life? How much reverence can you give for life so that life can rev- can give you this return the same reverence back to you? Being very mindful of what we put out so we can remember what we're going to get back. And for me, it's like honoring a life. Be like, thank you so much. But also, there's a part of me that knows that death is just a transition and that our spirits are eternal they're timeless they've lived thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of life you're just in this one this one um avatar for this life this avatar i'm luca but inside speaking to you is my spirit when my avatar gets out of the way and lets it come through lets the transmission actually come through right and so in this life I'm Luca Luca has an identity but my spirit has truth and it comes through has wisdom and it's coming through and though yes Luca will die in this life at some point my spirit will go on and do other things I don't know where that happens but the same thing I believe happens for animals and so I respect that and for my and I don't need to convince you I'm not trying to convince you this way I'm just sharing a perspective that if you're on the same path as me my client um, you might get the benefit out of this that we played the perfect part for each other that that animal and me played the perfect part not only me it fed someone else too played the perfect part there's a there's a concept a theory that I believe in which is that we choose the life we come into the experiences knowing that this is this life we will have certain experiences we'll pay off certain karma 
will experience certain things. I'm just very mindful how I treat those things in this life and how much reverence I pay for that life, how much reverence I give for that life, how much love I can give to myself and for that life that was taken to give me nourishment for 24 hours. So consuming energetically, I believe, is a very empowering way. And it's not the only way. It doesn't mean that this is the best way. It's just a way that I've found. Is like This is what resonates with me. It's like, I'm going to make sure my energy is in a good space energetically. Like I'm not consuming with fear or with hatred or with anger. I'm consuming with gratitude, with presence. And that the things I purchase energetically feel aligned with me. Not what Sally down the road says or Joe says or Gary says, Andrew, all these people that tell you that you should do this and you should do that. What feels good for you? That's the most important thing. And if life is throwing you circumstances where you're starting to question how you consume things or you're starting to pull away from it, not through shame or through guilt, but just through like, huh, this door's closing for me. Like it did for me in many many areas of my life. Door's closed. Here's the next one that opens. That's evolution. Life is all about it. Right? So it's more about the quality as opposed to the quantity. The quantity of the price, the quantity of the thing that you have. Consciously consuming is a friggin' amazing practice for our own growth. How often can you come back and bring into your awareness every day looking at just how you consume something today? What was the state that I was in and what was the state of that thing I consumed in? I look at a shelf. I went to like this dollar store a while ago and I looked at all the shelf and I'm like, it's just the shelves were just stacked with lollies and cakes and all this stuff that just has such a long shelf life. Organic life shouldn't live that long, but we've preserved it too. Right, and so there is such an energy to that. Like, when you look at a shelf, like, how are, are things really? Because life vibrates at a high frequency. And so, how, what is the vibration of those things that can sit on the shelf for six months? And that was one of the things that I was realizing. I was like, whoa, that's interesting. Think about that energy that I'm putting into my body because it's breaking that down and using it. But that frequency of that long shelf life, that low vibrational frequency is going to be entering me. It's like, fucking hell. There you go. Okay. Noted. Let's bring more life into my life. Let's bring more frequency, high frequencies into my life. And I don't think eating completely plant-based is the only way to bring higher frequencies. I think it is just one way. Consuming in a higher state of gratitude is another way. Loving yourself, accepting yourself as you are is another way. There are many ways. So go out there, 
if you want to embody any of these pra- any of these practices start first by just accepting yourself as you are allowing yourself to step out of any paradigm or construct that says you can't do what you think you want to do and what you feel you want to do and what your body and your and your and your intuition is guiding you to do gets outside of that outside of your concepts of what's right or wrong gauge the energy of the space that you're purchasing something in internally and externally if you go into a grocery store is this the place i want to be hmm i'm not sure if you decide you want to buy something more energetically like going to a different grocery store but you're like oh it's not it's too expensive just first decide you don't have to do anything about it first decide where you want to shop and how you want to shop how you want to consume and where you want to consume first just decide and let the universe reflect back the possibilities of that because it'll only reflect back what you deeply feel and desire inside yourself much love to you all thank you to my beautiful client you know who you are I haven't said your name just for um, confidentiality purposes but you know who you are so thank you for inspiring this episode thank you for all of you listening to this episode this is technically episode number 80 I've done nearly 200 though including the workman series Um, so I'm getting there but I'm also feeling shifts I've had some beautiful internal energetic shifts recently and I think the podcast is going to be rebranded soon as the evolution of Luca grows so stay tuned for that There is also my Monday episodes on the Expand with Emma and Luca show. Every Monday we're doing that, but that is going to be turning itself into a community. So if you've been listening to those episodes that I've been posting here from our Expand show every week, you'll notice notice them every now and then be be, um, played on the Feeling Alive podcast. We'll be turning that into a monthly subscription community where we're going to have all the episodes streamed into this community so they'll just be private where you have live Q&A if you come on live but you can also ask questions after the episodes and so we'll be talking more about some deeper topics and bigger topics as we tend to do with Emma and I but we'll also be doing monthly coaching calls Um, because obviously Emma and I have higher price coaching so as for accessibility purposes we wanted to create this and plus create a community around people who are ready to expand their heart mind and spirit in new ways so stay tuned for that i think our this monday coming in three days north american time will be our last publicly shared episode full shared episode so if you want to do that come and watch join into that but that'll be the last free one and then it's going to be a monthly membership subscription to join expand to join me and emma on expand and join the community so stay tuned there's lots of stuff happening we are all expanding let's go baby expand into your spirit let it free let it loose be yourself and don't be ashamed of any little part of you you're all perfect people in their power attract people in their power much love everyone have a beautiful beautiful rest of the day wherever you are ladies and gentlemen you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small one percent that actually listens to this outro